are not ashamed of the gospel because it is God's power for salvation to everyone who believes. Welcome to another Just Informed Talk radio show. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick No, and we have a big show for you guys. I hope you're ready. You know, I always say we have a big show, but today is especially big because we have major stories we're going to be covering. We're going to be talking about the CIA and how they've been working uh, on some pretty nefarious plans. We're going to try to break it down for you all to understand more clearly Uh, We're also going to listen to some testimony that was given on Capitol Hill yesterday by Laura Logan. A lot of really uh, groundbreaking stuff. She calls out the NGOs who target her and other truth tellers. Um, She also is very clear on which organizations she names and uh, what they are doing. We're going to take a minute to listen to that as well. But big stories, big, big stories today. We have a major bombshell coming out uh, that is an accusation of an assassination attempt against Tucker Carlson. Apparently, Russian counterterrorism unit, uh, a Russian counterterrorism unit thwarted an assassination attempt on Tucker Carlson. A Moscow man was arrested for allegedly accepting payment from, get this, Nick, Ukrainian intelligence to plant an explosive on Tucker Carlson's vehicle targeting him while he was about to do, or as he was about to do his interview with Vladimir Putin. Um, According to the man, uh, he said, quote, I was trained, or he said in November 2023, I was recruited by the main directorate of the intelligence of the Ministry of Defense of Ukraine. He said, quote, I was trained in working with special communications, collecting and detonating explosive devices. On January 31st, I received task from the curator to pick up an explosive device from a hiding place and use it to blow up a car. He was promised in return for this $4,000, I'm guessing U.S. dollars. Um, The explosive device was supposed to be used in the underground parking lot of the Four Seasons Hotel in Moscow. He was supposed to pick up the explosive device from a hiding place and place it under the car. He was not told who the target was, and now he uh, believes that the target he was tasked with going after was the American journalist, in his words, Tucker Carlson. And he was apparently apprehended in the preparation stage of this whole fiasco. Now, Nick, let me just start here with, you know, this is is not good given what we know clearly now, given the story that we covered yesterday with the New York Times coming out and saying that the CIA built 12 secret spy bases in Ukraine and that they were waging a shadow war against Russia since 2014 in the Maidan Revolution. And this was all being ran by, you guessed it, our good friend, uh, the raisin-faced turd muffin himself, John Brennan. And l- let me just take a second here, Nick, to kind of uh, do a little connecting of the dots, right? So... The CIA is uh, running these uh, secret spy bases in Ukraine. 
So it, it basically could be said that the CIA is working directly hand in glove with Ukrainian intelligence. And now we have this story that comes out that Ukrainian intelligence paid a ban, paid a guy to put a bomb allegedly underneath Tucker's truck in Russia to assassinate him before he was able to get his Putin interview off. Nick, it's not looking good for the CIA. What do you think about it? They are in a world of trouble right now, especially because they've been unchecked for so long. You know, even the president of the United States, they're not allowed to uh, – they're still subject to the law. They don't have immunity. Why does the CIA have immunity? Why are they allowed to do these things like try and kill American citizens? That is way against the rules, you know. Um, and, and I guess they never really had any rules since they, their inception. But, um, you know, there, there's going to be accountability for it. I guarantee you that. It, it baffles the mind how we've come to this place, but it is surely something that would make sense, right? If you, I mean, think about the, the framing that they could have had with that. Tucker goes to Russia, Tucker gets assassinated, then the U.S. and global allies blame Russia for murdering an innocent journalist. It would have been framed up, teed up perfectly for the fake news to take off and uh, further solidify uh, a large portion of the conservative right into falling in lockstep with the let's go to nuclear war with Russia uh, psyop, which they are running at full steam with right now. But... You know, fortunately for Tucker and, and the world, for, for all of us, this was not able to, to be pulled off. And I want to start, I guess, with a clip here. Now, this clip is of John Brennan, and uh, it, it does talk a lot about essentially how the U.S. supported a violent coup in Ukraine, which allowed them to install their own puppet government, which they've ran up to this day. And I'm going to play this clip here real quick. Let's listen. Various people have said that John Brennan, the head of the CIA, traveled possibly under another name to Kiev. And I just wanted to know, did he travel there? Does it have anything to do with this action? Just to No, it, ha it happened uh, only in, in the uh, some co commands from Moscow. I don't know. So, Thank you. Know. Were you in Kiev recently? I was in Kiev a couple weeks ago, yes. Mm -hmm. Could you tell us uh, what your mission was? Uh, I was out there to uh, interact with uh, our Ukrainian partners and friends. Ukraine's acting president has announced the start of an anti-terrorist operation in the east of the country. So they're saying it's it's video of 2014 and the uh, Ukrainian military taking action against what they call the terrorists in the Donbass and Luhansk regions of Ukraine, where they uh, supposedly have the um, separate, separatists who decided that they wanted to leave Ukraine and join Russia. Today was the day Kiev sent in troops to try to wrest back control of the East. I so essentially they're showing clips of Ukraine and what happened during the military intervention there and uh, 
there are other parts. That are, it's it's a little bit of a longer video. I'll, I'll wait and play other videos because we have other content that we want to get out there. But that starts and sets the stage for where we're going to go with this. We want to talk about what these secret spy bases were being used for. And you, you got to understand here what we're uncovering about our own intelligence services that, uh, not surprisingly, but shockingly, uh, it, they, they, they are running lawless. And, and, Nick, you talk a lot about these counterintelligence operations. Explain to the audience quickly what that is and, and why that's such a dangerous thing for our, our the world at large right now. So basically counterintelligence is usually – you know, they're they're spies trying to catch spies or to provide disinformation, uh, you know, things like that to throw off from actual information that they're trying to get people to go away from. Uh, and um, so that was, the, you know, that's how it's always been run in the past. But as since John Brennan became the CIA director, he basically uh, – you know, through all the weight onto counterintelligence, which basically, for example, if you're going to a foreign country and you're trying to exploit, I don't know, a, a politician there, um, you know, you're gonna you're gonna record information, send it up, write reports, all that stuff. You're gonna try and bribe them and so on, um, you know, and, and convert them. That's regular. Uh, spy craft like a CIA case officer would do it's pretty normal but with the counterintelligence you're gonna you're gonna be able to uh, essentially uh, you want to try and mess up the other one's operation so for example if let's say uh, Russia is doing a, a, uh, a drug operation where they're smuggling drugs to make money from the drugs for the black ops then they'll justify run, running and selling drugs in that same area to counter their operation to do that so then and uh, so basically it's legalized criminal uh, behavior is what it is and it gets much worse it's it's going to be a pretty dark uh, dark episode here with a lot of the information we're uncovering but the american people need to know what's happening because this lawlessness can't go on stay tuned we're going to be right back you're listening to just informed talk radio This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Yes, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Let us help. Listen to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Saturdays at 11, right here on AM 1360.
Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick No and, and Nick, we're going to play this clip that you found for us of Brennan being caught red-handed in a lot of these uh, debacles that we're, we're uncovering. We're talking about counterintelligence operations, and we looked at what happened in Russia recently where allegations are, are coming forward that there was an attempt to assassinate Tucker Carlson before his interview with Putin in Moscow. Now, the uh, a supposed assassin has come forward and said that he was being put up to it by Ukrainian intelligence, and there's uh, but one degree of separation between Ukrainian intelligence and the CIA, which was fully involved in the Maidan revolution and essentially overthrowing the elected government in Ukraine to install their own that was favorable to the West. Now, we're going to listen to that, but before we do... There are other stories as well. I mean, <clears throat> you have this Tucker story coming out yesterday, and then right on, on as if you know it was all set up and staged here perfectly, a hazmat team arrived at Donald Trump Jr.'s Jupiter, Florida home after the former president's son received a letter containing white powder and a handwritten or and a written death note. This is really uh, becoming very clear what's happening, right, Nick? Yes, they are desperate, and they're going to do anything that they can to intimidate the first family, President Trump and his family, and all of his supporters. It's going to come on hot and heavy pretty soon, and uh, you know they're just going to turn. They're going to be uh, against all the citizens all the time, everywhere that support Trump. And they're also, you know, already saying that you know one of the preambles, one of the the preceding events that would occur before an outright assassination attempt on Trump would be targeting his family with things like this uh, as a sort of penetration testing to see what kind of security response would each kind of event would elicit. And that would be a way for them to, you know, gauge how they could, uh, you know, do something nefarious, which I don't even want to think about that, but we have to, unfortunately, because we know our history and we know what happened the last time somebody started talking uh, about things like Trump is, who was uh, an executive type person. Uh, You know, we saw what happened to JFK and we know now who was involved with it. So what would make us think that that anything has really changed? I don't know that it has. But Nick, you, you brought this report in. I want to play it. It's a little longer. We're going to let it play for a little bit and then uh, maybe interject where where we think we can offer some more information. But uh, let's go ahead and listen to this from the Epoch Times. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Truth Over News. There's been a lot of reporting on Spygate recently. Although none of the information is actually new, we're glad that the issue is finally getting attention at a national level. A recent focus of that reporting was former CIA director John Brennan and his use of Five Eyes intelligence. The problem is Brennan wasn't using Five Eyes. He was using unofficial intelligence and doing so on a selected basis. Now, with that in mind, we thought we'd revisit Brennan and his creation of the Russia collusion narrative a topic that we've long been involved with. No other official in government had such a large hand in establishing and promoting the Russia collusion hoax than Brennan, who admitted that he made sure that anything involving the individuals involved in the Trump campaign was shared with the FBI. As we'll see, Brennan was getting this information through unofficial channels, which he then pushed into the FBI. Brennan's work began in earnest in late 2015, when he established himself as the point man to push for an investigation into the Trump campaign. 
He was almost certainly tasked to do so, directly or indirectly, by Obama himself. Brennan would later tell Congress that he was aware of intelligence and information about contacts between Russian officials and U.S. persons that raised concerns, in my mind, about whether or not those individuals were cooperating with the Russians. The involvement of foreign intelligence was confirmed by the former Director of National Intelligence and Brennan sidekick James Clapper. When asked by Senator Dianne Feinstein if multiple European allies passed on additional information to the United States about contacts between the Trump campaign and Russians, Clapper replied to Feinstein, Yes, and it's quite sensitive. The specifics are quite sensitive. Clapper later, and inadvertently, provided insight into just how laughable all of this was, telling Congress that the Russians were investigating voter registration rules and the like. Brennan would later admit to Rachel Maddow that there was no there there, telling her, I knew the Russians were engaged in this effort, and I was aware of contacts with American citizens that may have been totally innocent on the American citizens' part, and maybe they weren't abetting at all. In other words... Brennan never had anything of actual substance. Some Americans had talked to some Russians. That was the extent of his intelligence. This was further confirmed when Matto asked Brennan, while you were in office as CIA director before you left on Inauguration Day, did you conclude that U.S. persons were successfully leveraged in that effort? Brennan had a one-word answer, no. Brennan had nothing more than hearsay and innuendo. Watch carefully for Maddow's facial reaction to the unexpected answer from Brennan. Office as CIA director before you left on Inauguration Day, did you conclude that U.S. persons were successfully leveraged in that effort? No. In addition to his use of unofficial foreign intelligence, Brennan appears to have employed the use of reverse targeting on members of the Trump campaign. Reverse targeting refers to the targeting of a foreign individual's communications with the actual intent of capturing data on a U.S. citizen. During that same October 17, 2018 interview, Brennan alluded to its use, saying, Any time we would incidentally collect information on a U.S. person, we would hand that over to the FBI because they have the legal authority to do it. We would not pursue that type of investigation or leads. We would give it to the FBI. So we were picking up things that were of great relevance to the FBI, and we wanted to make sure that they could piece it together with whatever they were collecting domestically here. Brennan likely got his initial information from Britain's Government Communications Headquarters, or GCHQ. It was reported that GCHQ first became aware in late 2015 of so-called suspicious interactions between figures connected to Trump and known or suspected Russian agents. This intelligence was passed to the U.S. as part of a routine exchange of information. The reporting continued. Over the next six months and until summer 2016, a number of Western agencies shared further information on contacts between Trump's inner circle and Russians. It all sounds very dramatic, but in reality, it was nothing more than fabricated surveillance of certain members of the Trump campaign by foreign IC elements, who transmitted the information through unofficial channels to Brennan, who was literally creating the Russia collusion narrative as he went along. Sometime during the summer of 2016, Robert Hannigan, the head of the UK's GCHQ, traveled to Washington to meet with Brennan privately. But here's the thing. Hannigan's normal U.S. counterpart wasn't Brennan. It was NSA Director Mike Rogers. In other words, the secret meeting between the two men was both unofficial and quite unusual. 
Hannigan would abruptly announce his retirement six months later on January 23, 2017. British press quietly speculated that Hannigan's resignation was related to informal UK intelligence sharing. They were mostly right. As Devin Nunes later discovered, there was no official intelligence that was used to start this investigation. There was no intelligence that was passed through Five Eyes channels to our government. But of course, Brennan wasn't using official Five Eyes channels. He used a few selected foreign contacts who acted on his request to fabricate the so-called intelligence. This view was backed up by Trey Gowdy, who noted that it's going to be interesting if they begin to turn on one another. Comey's got a much better argument than Brennan, based on what I have seen. Now, here's Nunes discussing the matter. In fact, there was no intelligence. So we have a traditional, we have a traditional partnership with what's called the Five Eyes Agreement. Five Eyes Agreement involves our friends in Australia, New Zealand, the United Kingdom, Canada, and of course us. So long time process and procedures in place where we move intelligence across. We are not supposed to spy on each other's citizens. Uh, and it's worked well. And it continues to work well. And we know it's working well because there was no intelligence that passed from Five Eyes through the Five Eyes channels to our government. There was no official Five Eyes information. But this didn't stop Brennan from shoveling fabricated information into the FBI, a process designed to force the FBI to initiate a formal investigation into the Trump campaign. In midsummer 2016, Brennan accelerated the process of feeding his information into the FBI. During congressional testimony, Brennan repeatedly claimed that he turned over any and all evidence the CIA had to the FBI, testifying that it was well beyond my mandate as director of the CIA to follow on any of those leads that involved U.S. persons. But I made sure that anything that was involving U.S. persons, including anything involving the individuals involved in the Trump campaign, was shared with the FBI. We were uncovering information intelligence about interactions and contacts between U.S. persons and the Russians. And as we came upon that, we would share it with the Bureau. The FBI's Crossfire Hurricane investigation was formally opened on July 31, 2016, but there were a number of significant events that directly preceded it. General Michael Flynn, who had joined the Trump campaign in late February 2016, was interviewed on July 18th at the Republican National Convention by Yahoo News reporter Michael Izikoff. Izikoff immediately attacked Flynn for a dinner he attended in Moscow on December 10th 2015, thereby planting the initial seeds of the Russia collusion narrative. One week later, on July 24th, Clinton campaign manager Robbie Mook publicly suggested for the first time that Russia was somehow helping Trump. Two days after Mook invoked Russia, Hillary Clinton won the Democratic presidential nomination and immediately approved the plan from one of her foreign policy advisors, almost certainly Jake Sullivan, who's now Biden's national security advisor, to vilify Trump by stirring up a scandal claiming interference by Russian security forces. Brennan later told Durham that he didn't brief Obama or Comey on the Clinton plan until after the FBI's investigation was opened on July 31st. 
But Brennan's claims simply don't make any sense. According to Durham's report on July 28, 2016, Brennan met with Obama and other White House personnel. It was during this meeting that Brennan and Obama discussed intelligence relevant to the 2016 presidential election, as well as the creation of Brennan's interagency fusion cell. According to Durham's report, interagency fusion cell was put in motion directly after his meeting with President Obama on July 28th. Durham also notes that email traffic and witness interviews conducted by his office reflect that many CIA personnel believe that the Clinton plan intelligence led to the decision being made to set up the fusion cell. In other words, Brennan almost certainly discussed the Clinton plan during his July 28th meeting with Obama. Instead of tasking the FBI to look into the Clinton campaign, Brennan took immediate steps to make sure the Clinton plan would be hidden from view. It was at this same time, the day after his meeting with Obama, that Brennan formed his interagency task force headquartered at the CIA to aggregate the fabricated foreign intelligence allegations against the Trump campaign. Brennan described it as a fusion center at CIA that brought NSA and FBI officers together with CIA to make sure that those proverbial dots would be connected. Now, Brennan's description sounds very grandiose, but it was actually only a handful of people, with none other than now-fired FBI agent Peter Strzok representing the FBI. Most, if not all, of Brennan's information had already been pushed into the FBI in the preceding months, likely going back to the spring of 2016. In reality, the FBI should never have even opened Crossfire Hurricane. As we hinted at above, the FBI should have been investigating the Clinton campaign, but it appears that Brennan was the one who was really controlling things. Nick. You know, I'm going to stop it there because we're hitting a break and, and maybe we'll play the rest when we come back. But that's a lot of information to unpack and, and to explain in such a concise way is very helpful because it helps us recap and understand how we got here. Right, Nick? Yeah, the origins, you know, the origins and they make it seem like it was kind of organic. He tried to, you know, say, oh, yeah, we never I never briefed him on it until after. Uh, <laughs> OK, that that's not true. And we'll do the link analysis when we get back and how James Comey is tied to uh, uh, Mueller. It's his protege. Right. And he's he's in good with Clinton. There's, it's all connected and they're as guilty as sin. And it goes way beyond just spying on Trump. It, it's, uh, everything to, uh, uh, to go after conservatives to, you know, target people that are innocent, lots of stuff. And this all is going to go back to Trump. Trust me on that because right now we have Jack Smith coming out and claiming that there's deceitful criminal conduct at afoot with Trump's handling of classified documents. And then it's way worse than Biden's. Guess what? We know why they're so desperate to go after Trump in this documents case. It's because the documents that Trump had that they're claiming he mishandled were ones that completely validate and verify the reporting we just heard and more. And that's why they're terrified. And that's why they're going after Trump with everything they have, because they know he has the evidence against them that could put them all away if it comes out. And uh, they're trying to stop it at all costs, but it's still coming out. We're going to keep doing it. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. Man, 
Do you love AM 1360 and the uncensored radio you get to listen to every day? KHNC has launched a listener sponsorship fundraiser to raise the money needed to replace our old failing transmitter. Your generous donation will help make this much-needed upgrade happen so you and future generations can continue to hear the uncensored truth for decades to come. By donating and becoming a KHNC sponsor, you will receive the new AM1360 t-shirt, a bumper sticker, and the new limited edition one-ounce pure silver KHNC coin. Also, for being part of this exclusive group, you will receive the monthly KHNC newsletter. The sponsorship package requires a minimum donation of $100, although donations of any amount will be greatly appreciated. You can help us purchase the new transmitter by going to 1360KHNC.com and clicking the Donation tab at the top of the page. Again, that's 1360KHNC.com and click the Donation tab. Thank you. Hi folks, Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principle if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-YREFI-24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888-YREFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you. Suck punch somebody on a sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Stomp on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough well, Try that in a small town Just Form Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No, and, and we're going in a bit of a deep dive on CIA Director John Brennan. And uh, interestingly enough, his background is so sordid that there is uh, a plethora of information for us to dig through to understand what he was doing while he was the director of the CIA and what the uh, you know unintended consequences and intended consequences have been since, including what we know uh, happened all the way back in uh, 2017-18 with the way he was treated by the Trump administration. I mean, never forget that it was back in August of 2018 when Trump came out and revoked his security clearance because, as he put it, he was leveraging his security clearance to make wild outbursts and claims against the Trump administration in the media, to which John uh, Brennan responded, this action is part of a broader effort by Mr. Trump to suppress freedom of speech and punish critics. Oh, really? It should gravely worry all Americans, including intelligence professionals, about the cost of speaking out. Remember, these guys all wanted to make themselves look like the victims in all of this, when in reality, they were the predators. Right, Nick? Absolutely. And John Brennan has a long history of uh, uh, dirty tricks and 
you know, quite frankly, some pretty bad stuff to include helping Osama bin Laden get placed over into the country of Iran for safekeeping so that we had a boogeyman to go after for decades. Yes, the existential threat necessary to precipitate a global war on terror. We're going to talk about that, Nick, because you have the documents, you have the information on it, right? We're going to get into it. So um, mm. before that, let's listen to the rest of this Epoch Times report, and then we'll, uh, we'll talk about it more. We all know that the FBI claimed that information regarding Papadopoulos' meeting with Alexander Downer in May 2016 was the basis, albeit an utterly ridiculous one, for opening the Crossfire Hurricane investigation. But in reality, it was nothing more than a pretext by the FBI. Brennan later admitted to Congress that it was his information that served as the basis for the FBI investigation to determine whether such collusion occurred. Now, at this point, Comey had to be somewhat concerned that he was suddenly becoming the face of the investigation into Trump, an investigation that he only opened after insistent pushing from Brennan. What happened next was telling. While Comey stayed completely quiet, Brennan got very busy and began making a lot of noise. Brennan followed up his briefing to Obama by suddenly issuing a warning to Russia's FSB head, Alexander Bortnikov, on August 4, 2016, not to engage in U.S. election interference. Following his formal warning to Russia, which was instant headline news, Brennan then set about spreading his narrative of Russian interference to Congress. Brennan has testified that he briefed the Congressional Gang of Eight over a period of several weeks in August and September 2016. Brennan has also testified that during his congressional briefings, he specifically told each congressional member that Russia's goals were to undermine public faith in the U.S. democratic process, denigrate Secretary Clinton and harm her electability and potential presidency, and to help President Trump's election chances. Brennan's claim about Clinton was disproven four years ago when it was reported that House Intelligence Committee staff found that Brennan suppressed high-quality intelligence, suggesting that Putin actually wanted the more predictable and malleable Clinton to win the 2016 election. Brennan's briefing to Harry Reid differed materially from the briefing Brennan gave to other members of Congress, including Devin Nunes, who was chairman of the House Intelligence Committee at the time and it included an overview of Steele's dossier. Shortly after meeting with Brennan, Reed sent a blistering public letter to Comey on August 27th, which claimed Russia was interfering in our election. Reed's letter pushed the false narrative that Trump campaign had ties to Russia and included an early reference to Trump advisor Carter Page. Reed demanded that these allegations be thoroughly and publicly investigated by the FBI. House Democrats followed up three days later asking Comey to investigate Trump-Russia collusion in the context of DNC hacking. The Democrats' letter noted that serious questions have been raised about overt and covert actions by Trump campaign officials on behalf of Russian interests. It was here, at Brennan's urging, that the intelligence community began their efforts to formally establish that Russia was interfering in our election. On October 7, 2016, the intelligence community suddenly issued a joint statement that claimed, without any real evidence, that they were confident Russia directed the recent compromises of emails, including from U.S. political organizations. Brennan was formally and very conveniently blaming Russia for the DNC hack.
Brennan's actions to firmly establish a narrative of Russian interference would become even more significant as he was about to embark on his creation of the Intelligence Community Assessment, or ICA, an insurance policy that would be used in the unlikely event that Trump won an insurance policy which alleged that Russian interference in our election allowed Donald Trump to become president. Brennan's intelligence community assessment would become the cornerstone of the false allegation that Trump had colluded with Russia. Under Brennan's lead, the intelligence community began to craft a threadbare assessment alleging that Putin had orchestrated Trump's election and that Trump was colluding with Russia. The assessment, which was officially commissioned by Obama in December after the 2016 election, but had almost certainly begun earlier, was completed by early January 2017. For good measure, a two-page summary of the Steele dossier was also attached to the final version of the ICA. The sole purpose of that assessment was to hang the specter of Russia collusion around Trump's neck. It worked. That fabricated narrative hampered Trump's presidency for the next two and a half years, and it was done with the help of a willing and complicit media, along with the tireless work of Obama's CIA director, John Brennan. Thanks for joining. All right, Nick. I, I mean, that's a good recap of everything that's happened up till a certain point, and then we understand now that this has continued on since. And it never really ended, right, Nick? Even as they got their guy in, uh, this all aligns exactly with what we know. I mean, Vladimir Putin came out not too long ago and said uh, twice now in the last uh, couple weeks that he prefers and would prefer and thinks it's better for Russia if Joe Biden remains president of the United States. So that that goes right hand in glove with what this uh, reporter was saying about, you know, uh, Russia's proclivity to want Hillary Clinton to win the 2016 election. So obviously they're working with Russia. Obviously this is, uh, you know, a complete and total psychological warfare operation with what they've done to Trump, right? Yes, absolutely. Not only that, they did, they, you know, committed lawfare. This was an insurrection or whatever you want to, or a sedition and treason is it's, we have to call it what it is. It was treason. And let me remind you what John Brennan said in a tweet on May 7th of 2018 at 7.07 p.m. Senators, show that you put country above politics, meaning show that you will take actions outside of what your uh, your electors want. And then Gina Haspel is a competent, experienced, and highly qualified intelligence professional. Ask her tough questions, listen to her answers, and then decide. But don't penalize her for previous policy decisions or because uh, Donald Trump picked her. Well, Gina Haspel, as everybody probably knows, was the CIA station chief in the UK during Crossfire Hurricane. So, of course, they wanted to Mm -hmm. get her put in that position, right? Yeah, absolutely, because she was complicit in the attempted overthrow of the United States. And with her being there, um, you know, that solidified his safety, at least he thought. Well, we're going to get into into it and much more when we come back. Everybody, you're going to want to stay tuned. We have a lot more information to cover uh, here on today's Just Informed Talk radio show. We'll be back after the break. Caribbean. 
My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. Sebastian Gorke, if you're not listening to Swamp Fight, you're simply not listening. Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays at noon, right here on AM 1360. Just Form Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No And Nick, you know, before the break, we're talking about John Brennan and this whole Russia collusion hoax that he was part of orchestrating. Now, we've gone through kind of the historical context of what happened, who was involved, but now we want to get into, like, the modern context of what's still happening today. Now, they've never stopped going after Donald J. Trump, and that we know, but they're going after his family. They're, they've already gotten this verdict in New York, which the Trump uh, legal team has now appealed, trying to, to basically extort him out of $450 plus million. And uh, this has not ended. There's even another trial coming up in the Manhattan District uh, Court with Alvin Bragg overseeing it, where they're going to try to get Trump for... Uh, hush money, quote-unquote, he paid to Stormy Daniels. That's the next case that's coming up. They uh, are already trying to issue a gag order against him. And, you know, this never ends with these media um, prostitutes that are, we call politicians, uh, like Nancy Pelosi, who is still coming out of her you know, nursing home to tell us about you know, how Trump needs intervention because of his mental health. I mean, just listen to the kind of stuff they're still saying today about Trump. Europeans here are worried. They see America and they say America is stepping back. You've dealt with Donald Trump. What advice would you give them? Him? Have an intervention into your mental health, your political viability. He's, a, he's really grotesque, and it's really a shame. And I never could talk politics when I go overseas, because um, that's just the way we have always we've been very bipartisan when we go overseas. We may have our differences, and we criticize the president at home. <laughs> and that, I have my hesitation to do that. But uh, the, uh, he has ventured into a, the global scene by his chumminess with Putin. Oh, no, his chumminess with Putin. You mean like the way that 
uh, Putin wants Clinton in charge and Putin wants Biden in charge because they're malleable and easily uh, predictable. This, and, and not only that, I mean, Clinton's getting $500,000 for a speech in Moscow, but and, and the mayor of Moscow's wife's giving his son, uh, Hunter Biden, you know, all this millions of dollars, but Trump's the Russian asset, right, Nick? Yeah, and, you know, go figure that the people that were going to go after Trump, which would be James Comey, who, um, you know, uh, was directly involved with the, with the case of uh, Uranium One, he was uh, the person on the case, and um, you know he was okay from 2001 to 2003. None of those donations from the Clinton Foundations were declared, and of course, uh, you know that led to an investigation. And uh, Comey was in charge of the 2005 investigation, and uh, it was transferred over to the IRS. And then uh, Lois Lerner. Was, was put in charge of that investigation, but it was involved with the Uranium One. And, uh, you know, they're directly involved in it. And then, of course, Mueller was involved in that deal, too. And uh, and he was ended up becoming the special counsel to go after Trump. You know, these guys are criminals. They're running a criminal enterprise. They got caught, and they panicked is what happened. And, uh, you know, so uh, they go after Trump, and I could go into the full details of the I mean, just remember, yeah, we can do it in a minute because we're we're hitting another break in a couple minutes here. But just remember what Trump said back in a tweet from 2018 in April. He said, Comey threw Attorney General Lynch under the bus. Why can't we all find out what happened on the tarmac in the back of the plane with Wild Bill and Lynch? while she promised a Supreme Court seat or Attorney General in order to to lay off Hillary Clinton. And this is the infamous golf and grandkids conversation. Which we know Trump, you know, this is why they hate him, because he was exposing exactly what they were doing. And this is why they're all so shocked and they think he needs mental health evaluations, because to them, it's unfathomable to not, you know, just allow the intelligence agencies to run their counterintelligence operations and then take bribes to look the other way. Right, Nick? Yeah, and they so so the intelligence agencies and the FBI they they allow this stuff to go on. They say, oh, it's counterintelligence because they gave us information about the people involved. But the person giving you the information is the person involved. They helped orchestrate it. You know, they they're taking bribes from Moscow. They're they're giving away our precious natural resources, enriched uranium that could power the entire United States. They're giving that stuff away to uh, the same people that they claim are trying to help President Trump, yet they're the ones taking payoffs from them. Yet they're the ones that have their Bill Clinton go give a speech for a hundred grand in Moscow. Is there any person that could go give a oh five hundred grand? Is there any person you know that could give a speech and get paid more than, I don't know, a few thousand dollars? Probably not. Well and then and then on top of it, John Brennan, of course, gets paid as an analyst contributor on MSNBC where he's making two to three thousand dollars per hit on the news. Meaning anytime they call him up and ask him to come on the show to do a, a piece or to, to give his response to something, he's getting paid two to three thousand dollars, Nick, just for like, uh, you know, 30 seconds, two minutes, three minutes of an interview. So. This is what we're dealing with, and then it gets in. We can get into the book deals and how that's another, you know, point of money laundering and corruption, bribery. This is is really, really dangerous. The the direction that this is all headed, and they're still coming out strong with this whole Russia collusion narrative. That 
you know, even Jake Sullivan has been pushing forward still to this day. The National Security Advisor is coming out again. Uh, but let's listen to this. Are there concerns or is there even evidence that Russia is planning to interfere in the 2024 election, Jake? I can't speak to evidence today, but I can tell you, of course, there are concerns. There is a history here in presidential elections uh, by the Russian Federation, by its intelligence services, and there's plenty of reason uh, to be concerned. And this is not about politics. This is about national security. It is about a foreign country, a foreign adversary seeking uh, to manipulate the politics and democracy of the United States of America. We are going to be vigilant about that, and we will engage the Congress on a bipartisan basis because this should be above and beyond politics nick it's it's almost like they're saying we we will we refuse to stand by and allow russia to rig our elections that's our job right (laughs) yeah it's exactly what he was saying i mean you can't they're trying i mean how do they think we're that that stupid that functionally incapable of understanding what they did and what they are going to try to do again yeah, it, they must think that – well, that's their issue too. It's why they were so arrogant, and they, they thought they were smarter than everybody else, and they think that they're above the average U.S. citizen. They're beyond them. They don't have to uh, adhere to their laws. They have their own, and you know that's, that was evident in John Brennan and what he said about uh, bypassing what the voters want. Yeah, can't listen to your constituents in this democracy. I mean – it, it, it's wild. They use these terms and throw them around so cal, you know, so cavalierly. It, 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 we're going to get into that much more when we come back. Lots more news stories to come. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. Sebastian Gorka, if you're not listening to Swamp Fight, you're simply not listening. Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays at noon, right here on AM 1360. You are listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. The Rockies. Hey folks, The Rev here. Urban survival is more than just a well-stocked pantry. It's preparations for contingencies that separate winners from losers. Be sure to attend the Longmont Survival Expo March 2nd and 3rd at the Boulder County Fairgrounds. It's Northern Colorado's premier event featuring thousands of survival products and subject matter experts. The event will be held in the exhibit building at 9595 Nelson Road, Longmont, Colorado. Phone number 970-581-5231. See you there. Something happening here What it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop children What's that sound? Everybody look what's going down
This time, the greatest threat is not from the outside of our country. I really believe this. It's from within. It's the people from within our country that are more dangerous than the people outside. We can handle China. We can handle Russia. We can handle all of them if you have a smart leader. But the inside people are very dangerous. They're very sick people, in my opinion, in many cases. They're sick. Welcome back to Just Forum Talk Radio. That was Trump warning us not too long ago, only a couple weeks uh, or about a week ago, that the real threat is not outside of our country. It's from within, and that's what we're talking about here on today's show. Uh, Welcome back. For anybody just joining us, we've been talking about John Brennan, the CIA. We've given you a recap of what happened with the Russia collusion hoax because it's good to always have a refresher on the sequence of events that took place that's led us to this point now where they think we have goldfish memory and TikTok brain that we can't you know, pay attention long enough to understand that when they come out and keep telling us uh, that this is all a big Russian collusion hoax, that the truth is that these people want us to see Russia as the boogeyman existential threat, which will uh, you know, put us in that trauma-based mind control state to have the fear um, implanted within us, you know, triggering the fight-or-flight response mechanisms, which then make us not think logically about what's happening. We just look for the first person to come along and say, I have a solution, and usually those people are the ones promulgated and, and promoted by the fake news media industrial complex. So, Nick, you know, you were going to kind of start breaking down what happened with, uh, you know, regard to John Brennan and his involvement in the whole hoax, let's say, not just the Russian hoax, but also with bin Laden, right? I mean, I think we want to talk about that for a few minutes before we get into the second hour. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So this is very serious. Uh, the listeners need to understand that nobody knows about this yet. Nobody, except for me and a handful of people. All right, so if you go to the WikiLeaks.org and you go to look up this information, you can find it. It is labeled Presidential Assistant Brennan's September 5th, it says SEPT 5, discussion with Saudi Interior Minister Prince Naif. All right. So this is what it's about. It's because it, so this so essentially uh, Prince Naif was in charge of uh, he's high up in the Saudi government and part of the agreement where Bin Laden was kept in Iran was that he would never attack Saudi Arabia or the United States. And what he did was um, his son Ibrahim which is Bin Laden's son, who was there with him, actually organized an attack against Naif's son and tried to have him assassinated. And that was a breach of the treaty. So let me read this here. All right. Number seven on this document you can find in WikiLeaks. I just gave you so you can find it. Naif complained that over the past two years, Iran has hosted Saudis, all Sunnis, including Osama Bin Laden's son, Ibrahim, who had contacts with terrorists and worked against the kingdom. Saudi Saudi Arabian government considered this aggressive action a breach of the 2001 security agreement. Let me read this again. Saudi Arabian government considered this aggressive action a breach of the 2001 security agreement between the two nations. And that's what they're referring to right now, is a secret agreement to keep bin Laden alive in Iran so long as he doesn't attack Iran and Saudi Arabia. Uh, Continue. 
The Saudi Arabian government has informed Iran through its ambassador and the MFA asking the GOI to hand over Saudi these Saudis. Naif recalled that their operations in Kobar in 1996, the Saudi Arabian government tried to open channels with Iran and tried to improve relations during Khatami's presidency. He himself had met personally with the Iranian National Security Security General, Dr. Hassan Rouhani, All right, Iran's wait. Supreme Council. We're heading a break. Guys, you guys are listening, right? This is huge. What information we're breaking here on the radio is stuff that nobody really understands yet fully. This will be the next big shoot to drop and when we come back an hour or two we're going to unpack it more stay tuned you're listening to just form talk radio the globalists say resistance is futile will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty find out how on pac-man and the rev saturdays from one to two sometimes the truth hurts Hi, this is Rod from PCs and Parts. We are located in Loveland at the Orchard Shopping Center. I just wanted to let you know, not only do we fix and repair and build computers, we also have a great lineup of security camera systems. In today's world, we need every advantage we can get when it comes to security. Call us at 970-203-0696 or find us at PCsandparts.com. That's 970-203-0696 or PCsandparts.com. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 AM, KHNC, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. There's a sign demand for heavy equipment. Everything from airplanes to cars slumped last month. Durable goods orders declined 6.1% in January, a bigger drop than forecast, mostly reflecting Boeing's slowdown in demand for its planes. Excluding transportation, durable goods orders were down three-tenths of a percent. Macy's will close about 150 underperforming stores over the next three years, about 50 will be closed sooner in the next year. It plans to open smaller versions of Macy's stores in more Bloomingdale's and Blue Mercury locations. Lowe's quarter is better than expected, though it's reflecting uncertainty about the coming months, and J.M. Smucker's earnings were better than expected. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. The Fed's new FedNow system is all about surveillance and control. Secure your assets today with something Washington cannot manipulate. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon, and I recommend diversifying your retirement into a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. Do this right now. Text SHELTER to the number 989898 and get a free info kit from Birch Gold. There's no obligation or purchase required. Message and data rates may apply. Hello, friend. I'm Jeremy Sladen, the head coach and founder of the Warrior Mind, Body, and Soul Experience, or Warrior MBS for short. There's a good chance that you're looking to level up with some needed improvements in your physical, mental, or spiritual life, or maybe you need a complete reset in all three. Either way, there has never been a better time for you to make this move, and here's why. Because the world needs you badly right now. Our culture is in full-scale attack mode on what it even means to be a man. 
Testosterone levels have dropped by 50% since the 1940s, and true masculinity is retreating into these pathetic spaces. Now, all this gender bending has men questioning who they are and how to fulfill their sacred roles in life as fathers, husbands, and community leaders. Warrior MBS is all about unlocking and unleashing these kinds of men. Go to WarriorMBS.com to check out the program and set up a live chat with Jeremy today. Again, that's WarriorMBS.com. Hi, folks. Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you can invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off compound. Pound it, whatever you choose, and get this. There's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-Y-REFI-24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888-Y-REFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio with your host, Craig James and Nick No, It's hour two of the Just Form Talk Radio show. And, Nick, when we went to the break, uh, for everybody, anybody who's just joining us, what we're doing here is we're going and doing a recap for context on the Russia collusion hoax because they're rolling it out again out of the 2024 election. They're trying to convince us that Trump and the people surrounding him are Russian assets. But just ignore the fact that, you know, the Clintons made uh, $500,000 for a speech right before giving away uh, our strategic uranium reserves. And, you know, just ignore the fact that, you know, Putin wants Biden and Clinton in in, uh, the executive office. Just ignore the fact that, you know, our country seems to be working with them corruptly uh, to enrich themselves. You know, the mayor of Moscow's wife giving Hunter Biden millions of dollars. Ignore all of that and focus on the fact that Donald Trump is a Russian spy, even though what we've been able to prove up to this point is that they framed him for this this supposed crime of uh, being a Russian asset, which never came to fruition. Now they've pivoted to lawfare, and we had a texter uh, text in. If you want to text, the number is 877-536-1360, but they ask if we know Norm Eisen, the lawyer who is uh, an Obama official, who's filed over 200 lawsuits against Trump and is also behind Colorado's case to throw him off the ballot. Yeah, uh, we do know about Norm Eisen. 
and Andrew Weissman and all these other, you know, scumbag lawyers who, who are trying to destroy America with lawfare. But Nick, you are going to get into a story that we have to take a second and focus on. It is one of the biggest stories, I think, that has not been reported yet, really anywhere. I haven't seen this story anywhere else, but you are you're saying that you're a part of a handful of individuals who have this information and are willing to share it publicly about Osama bin Laden and where he really was during this entire time that they told us they couldn't find him in a cave in Afghanistan. And you're saying that he wasn't actually in, uh, what was it, Pakistan. He was, in fact, in Iran and that there was a secret negotiated deal between our government and the Iranian government that as long as oh, as long as long Osama bin Laden stayed in Iran and didn't attack the United States or Saudi Arabia, that, that he'd be left alone. Is that what you're saying? That is correct, and they even refer to this secret agreement in this cable on WikiLeaks, and nobody – it's been sitting there the whole time out in the open. And uh, you got to understand the context to understand what they're actually talking about. So this one is labeled, if you go to the search, Presidential Assistant Brennan's September 5th discussion with Saudi Interior Minister Prince Naif, N-A-Y-I-F. And this is from 2009, September 11th. All right. So here we go. So this is – I'm going to go back to where we were because I want to go back to where we uh, left off. But just before that – I want to make sure everybody knows at the very beginning of the document, it says during Richard Erdman's uh, September 5th meeting with Saudi Secondary, or Second Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Interior Prince Naif bin Abdulaziz Reftel, John Brennan, assistant to the President for Homeland Security and Counterterrorism, stressed United States government condemnation of the August 28th terrorist attack on Assistant Interior Minister Prince Mohammed bin Naif, his son. All right, so, and uh, the and strong U.S. government support for Saudi Arabia and combating violent extremism, yada, yada, yada. Uh, essentially, uh, let, me, let me skip down to the part where it talks about the agreement, which is number seven on the document. All right, so here we are. Um, all right, so Naif recalled that after their operations in Kobar in 1996, the Saudi Arabian government tried to open channels with Iran and tried to improve relations during uh, Khatami's presidency. He himself had met personally with Iranian National Security General Dr. Hassan Rouhani, Iran's Supreme Council on National Security, and had signed a secret agreement Right here, it says it. Signed a secret agreement in which Iran promised to show respect and not take any actions inside or outside Iran against the kingdom. And when they say Iran promised to show respect and not take any actions, um, that also included bin Laden. And Brennan agreed that Iran had the capacity to cause trouble and assured the prince, because he put him there, he put bin Laden there, him personally and assured the prince that the United States government was very concerned and looking carefully at the situation. President Obama, in his willingness to talk to the Iranians, did not mean he did not understand the problem. So right there, Obama's imp implicated. He's always known too. Uh, Brennan emphasized the Saudi Arabian government's strong friends in the White House, including President Obama, and wanted to work very closely with Saudi Arabia on this front. 
Think about this too, Nick. One more thing. Um, not to interrupt your, your train of thought here, but you know, we can go back to the Q post and information that was being, you know, hinted at there with, you know, the idea of who paid for Barack Hussein Obama's tenure at Harvard Law School. Was he connected to, to Prince Alwaleed bin Talal all the way back to that point? Was that where this was all being seeded from? Uh, why would he have paid for Hussein uh, Obama to go to Harvard Law School? What was the point of it all? Was was he always planned on being a prominent political figure who was going to be rolled out at a later time? I, I don't know. What do you think? Absolutely. He was a an agent um, and Obama clearly is an agent of the deep state and uh, the new world order is the best way to describe it. And there's a long story, his backstory that would explain why, but we won't get into that today. So uh, I want to go from there and then roll right into back to where we were and how Brennan and his stooges could have freaked out like they did and, and said, oh, no, we got to do something. And then he immediately, of course he would, because he has a lot to lose and he'd be facing treason charges. So, of course, he would commit treason again because, you know, why not? You can't be, you know, they can't execute you twice. So, um, you know, after they lost the election and they tried to cheat in the election, and I know this for a fact, they cheated cheated for the first two hours. Their ability to cheat using IT was turned off after the first couple of hours. And then at 3 a.m. Eastern time, that day of the election, 2016, 3 a.m. or the next day, I guess, because uh, technically it's the next day, 3 a.m. the next day is whenever they allowed the cheating to start again using the IT to uh, use the ratioed numbers. And I actually have the specific numbers that they even used uh, with the ratio to cheat and get extra votes. Um, but that's why Hillary always said, oh, the popular vote, the popular vote. We should use the popular vote. But she never asked for an audit. And that's because at 3 a.m., they were still Central Time, you know, and then, of course, West Coast Time. That was East Coast Time, 3 a.m. And they still had time to cheat and count, quote-unquote, count votes. So that's why on the West Coast, she had a whole bunch of votes. But at that time, it didn't even matter because the um, the Electoral College was already won. So they just let them cheat anyway. And then so at the end of it, they're like, oh, what does this mean? Do you, do you realize what this means? They stopped us from cheating. Someone stopped us from cheating. Oh, oh no. And they start to panic because at that point, they got them. They got all of them. They're all implicated. They're all facing treason charges, trying to take over the United States government, stealing our elections. And it's the same technology that they used to steal the elections in Ukraine. Yeah, they were they were perfecting it back in 2014 and 15. Uh, everything in Ukraine is always, as I've said, a beta test for what they bring over here and abroad in other countries as well. But there's so much more to this story we're going to try to unpack. And I, I want to get to that Laura Logan uh, clip where she gave testimony about how these NGOs and these media corporations are essentially political assassins who go after people like her and Nick and others who tell the truth to try to destroy them, myself included, uh, Media Matters and David Brock. We're going to talk about that and more. Stay tuned. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs. From rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet, our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. 
Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. This is Mark Hall, host of the Come Out of Her My People show here on the Roar of the Rockies. Tune in to discover why, whether it's the law of the land or scripture, what you've probably heard it says is not what is written. It's time to come out of all of that. Just Forum Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick No. And Nick, before the break, I mean, we're, we're trying to put all the pieces together in this puzzle, which is so widespread and, and overwhelming if you don't really take it step by step, which we've done throughout today's show, starting with the historical context of the Russia collusion hoax, how that all came to be. We know Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, the insurance policy, James Comey, Jim Rubiki, Jim Baker. I mean, the list goes on. Bill Priestap, uh, you have, you know, special counsel Robert Mueller, Rod Rosenstein, and, and, and a number, Andrew McCabe, James Comey. The list goes on and on. This is a widespread conspiracy. And we talk about John Brennan, the former director of the CIA, his role in all of it as one of the, the architects, right? And what you just revealed, the information you just revealed, Nick, I don't know. I mean, you you were saying over the break that this is some this is big information because you, you're what you're saying is that you are part of a handful of individuals who are willing to publicly come out and describe this whole situation with Osama bin Laden and how we were lied to about that. But that actually provides greater context into what kind of manipulative uh, manipulation operations they keep running time and time again. Now they're convincing us that Russia is the existential threat that will destroy American democracy because they're going to rig our elections, Nick, which is one of the most laughable things I've ever heard. We just watched them try to rig, as you described before the break, the 2016 election, failing to do so then, but learning from their mistakes and succeeding in 2020. And now we're heading into a 2024 election cycle where they're rolling out the Russia uh, interference narrative once again. Why do you think they're doing it? Is it to, to basically... Um, is it to, to create the precedent to, to continue with the same operation they did in 2020? Yeah, absolutely. They have to. You know, they they are. It's inescapable for them now. If President Trump wins and the truth comes out about what they've done, for example, President Obama, you know, allegedly president, that guy, you know, there's a whole this whole history of that. But so Obama and Richard Luger. Okay, this goes back all the way to 2005. Signed a, uh, signing a ceremony in Ukraine was part of a visit to the region by Luger and Obama to review progress being made under the Cooperative Threat Reduction Program. That program was established under the Nunn-Luger Act, 
which was co-authored by Senator Luger and former Senator Sam Nunn in 1991 to help this uh, to help the former Soviet Union safeguard and dismantle its nuclear and chemical biological weapons. So right there, Obama was involved with getting these getting control at least of these bioweapon labs that they eventually jump started later on. They wanted to get control of them to make sure that they're keeping them quote unquote away from everybody. But uh, what they really did, they said they upgraded security for the biological pathogens at health laboratories throughout Ukraine. Uh, and essentially what they did was they used that money to uh, covertly jumpstart them again, get them going. And that's why the CIA was planted all over Ukraine is because they were running these illegal highly internationally illegal programs and they had 12 different ones and they finally admitted that they had a bioweapons program there and they and they weren't supposed to the DOD did Victoria Newland she's involved uh, uh, Lois Lerner all these people they all knew about all this stuff and um, I want to break it down further talking about the exact chain of events um, that alleged you know this is internal now at least the people are supposed to be with the FBI the IRS and all these people that would implicate them even further. Um, is it right if I elaborate, Craig? Can I play a clip really quickly? Uh, this is a little sure. two-minute video of Laura Logan, and, I, and I'm playing this clip strategically, Nick, because I want you to break this down for the audience. They need to hear it, but I want you to know, everyone out there listening, what they've done to people who tell the truth about this stuff. And this, she's referring to, to COVID truths, but there's a whole nother attempt to try to silence truth tellers myself i've been the target of organizations like media matters and the huffington post and uh the new york times where they try to attack you they they try to, to desecrate your your name and character drag you through the mud and to to persecute you for trying to tell the truth about this stuff there's a very calculated and uh well orchestrated effort to silence critics and i want to play laura logan here real quick and then I want you to continue, Nick, because I want people to understand the, the what you're doing, Nick, and and me to a lesser degree. I don't even want to. I don't want any notoriety for any of this. I'm just doing what I think is right, telling the truth. But what you're doing and bringing this information to the public, Nick, you know, and I know what they're going to try to do if this gets big and this takes off. They're going to try to say that we're idiots, we're conspiracy theorists, we're this, that, and the other, just like they did to people who tell the truth about COVID, and just like they did to people who told the truth about everything. This is what they do. Listen to Laura Logan. You said you've been targeted over the last 10 years. <clears throat> Can you describe what precipitated your targeting? Yes, I'm reporting the truth about Benghazi. I was attacked by one of those NGOs that masquerades as a nonpartisan watchdog in violation of its 5013C status. It occupies a highly partisan position. I'm talking about Media Matters for America. I'm sure there's many doctors in this room, scientists who've been attacked by the same people. Um, the same people that run that, David Brock, for example, another political assassin, now runs an organization called Facts First USA, which is designed to make sure that your research, Dr. Hazan, never reaches never reaches the people or the public. There are other organizations like Defeat Disinfo, which claims to be a PAC that goes after disinformation, particularly set up to target COVID and throughout COVID with General Stanley McChrystal and the other people that advise that organization. But what, you know, Senator Johnson, it's not a secret that these organizations exist. What is not widely known and talked about is that it's paid for by us. 
It's paid for by the taxpayers in your omnibus spending bills that get shoved through the House and the Senate against the will of the people of this country. They are, there are cutouts for these NGOs, and what they do is they launder this money, they pass it from one NGO to the next, and in the name of preventing the spread of disinformation, they censor, silence, intimidate, and punish. I said that this is a death sentence for journalists. It's how you murder a journalist without killing them. It's how you murder a scientist without killing them. It's how you murder a doctor without killing them. It's how you murder the vaccine injured when they haven't died yet. It's how you finish them off and everybody else in their family. And it's time for people in this building who come to work every day here to serve us. This is the only country where we the people are the government. This is a government for the people, of the people, and by the people. And the same is said for so-called journalists. Del Brigtree, this man, has been targeted for simply going to the FDA hearings and filming them when they approve vaccines. Just filming them, not doing a thing, and putting that, putting that out and showing people there is no real approval process. Nick, I played that clip because I want people to understand that, that what we're doing bringing this information it's not something we do because, you know, we think it's fun and we, we enjoy. It's because the truth needs to be told. And there are, there are organizations and systems in place that are continuously working to silence and censor this information, which is why radio may be one of the last free bastions where we can talk about it. The information you're bringing, Nick, we've been talking about it for a while, right? This is so important. I can't stress enough that especially if this takes off and, and or goes viral or some, some way, form, or fashion, it, it becomes much bigger than just us sitting here talking about it on, on a local radio station here in Colorado, that, that even with that, there are going to be forces that are going to be activated trying to silence this, right? Yes, absolutely. And, and if they try, it's only going to speed up the process, Craig. The harder they kick, the harder they scream, the worse it's going to be for them. So if they're going to try and do something about it, I, I highly advise against it if that's your goal is to silence well, or slow down the process. I agree. And, and the other point I was making there, which thank you, you kind of brought it, it kicked into my head there. The other point I'm making is some people throw up their hands and go, well, why haven't I heard this on the news? Why, why haven't I heard this anywhere else? Do you know why you haven't heard it? It's because of exactly what Laura Logan said. The government is funding NGOs to silence and censor, intimidate, and threaten the public into silence on these topics, not just COVID, but the entire counterintelligence programs being ran by our, our, our clandestine intelligence service agencies that have gone out of control. They've essentially seemingly gone rogue, and we're trying to reel that back in and say we don't want, as the American people this kind of action taking place in our name, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, uh, leading into what Laura Logan was talking about when she first started getting silenced, the worst was uh, when she was reporting on Benghazi. You know, and one of the reasons for that is that, uh, you know, with Mark Turi, this guy, you can look him up, M-A-R-C-T-U-R-I. Okay, Mark Turi lived in the same neighborhood as John McCain. And John McCain... 
was the guy who helped form ISIS. He even had, there's pictures of him with the heads of ISIS. He went over there and helped them get set up and, uh, and created ISIS with them. So Mark Turry says that he came up with this plan and he was going to go over there and sell weapons, right? Covertly sell weapons, small arms fire, regular conventional weapons um, through Libya to the Syrian rebels. Essentially, he would go to the Syrian rebels uh, over in uh, uh, Syria, mainly Syria, but some some of uh, Libya. So he said some weapons may have went out uh, under control that we had with our personal over there, person over there, and the others. Went to went to these militia. That's how they lost control over it. Turi said, "I can assure you that these operations did take place, and those weapons did go in different directions." And this is from Fox News. You can look this up. And uh, so he asked about the weapons. Fox News asked him about the weapons. He said, "Where did they go?" And he said, "Who got the weapons?" He said, "Al Qaeda, Ansar, Al Sharia, or ISIS." Turi said, "All of them. All of them. All of them." So. Uh, to go on further, you know, Turi uh, in email exchanges, um, you know, he said that uh, – here we go. Okay, Turi exchanged emails in 2011 with the U.S. envoy to the Libyan opposition, Chris Stevens. A day after the exchange about Turi's State Department application to sell weapons, Clinton wrote on April 8, 2011 to aid Jake – Sullivan. FYI, the idea of using private security experts to arm the opposition should be considered. There it is. All right, straight from Clinton. Yeah, we were mo- that arming, private security. arming the moderate, Sy- moderate Syrian rebels, right? Creating ISIS, a.k.a. Yes, and, and you know, coincidentally at that time, General Vallely was over in Syria helping them set up to uh, and in training the uh, the leaders there to help lead the opposition in Syria, and they never got the weapons. And later on, that put them in grave danger because they never received the weapons they were supposed to get. Um, so you know that's that's one piece of this. So you know now let's I think we should focus on the corruption that's within the FBI, the Clinton Foundation, the IRS, James Comey, how they're all involved and to include Rod Rosenstein. And if you if we got a second, I'll go ahead and lean into this. Maybe we only got a couple of minutes here. Yeah, go, go ahead. You got a couple minutes. Okay. So um, this is what it looks like when all the pieces are sewn together. It smells like a conspiracy and treason. Okay. So from 2001 to 2005, there was an ongoing investigation into the Clinton Foundation. A grand jury had been impaneled. Governments from around the world had donated to the charity, quote unquote. Yet from 2001 to 2003, none of those donations to the Clinton Foundation were declared. Now you think that'd be an honest, you know, an honest investigator would be able to figure this out. So look who was over the investigation in 2005. None other than James Comey. Coincidence? Okay, so guess who was transferred into the Internal Revenue Service to run the tax exemption branch of the IRS? Lois Lerner. Okay, and then from there, uh, it's just a strange coincidence, right? All these are just a series of strange coincidences. So guess who in the tax division inside the Department of Justice from 2001 to 2005? And that none other than the Assistant Attorney General of the United States, Rod Rosenstein. Guess who was the director of the FBI of investigation, uh, the uh, Federal Bureau, Bureau of Investigation during this time frame? Another coincidence. None other than Robert Mueller. What do all four of these characters have in common? Uh, we all, um, you know, they were all briefed and were frontline investigators into the Clinton Foundation. 
man. You know, I, there's I, oh, more. I, yeah, keep going. Well, um, let's let's pause here because it's going to be it's it's a lot of information. Okay. So here's here's where we're at, folks. I know it seems like we're going in a lot of different directions here, but that's because, like I said, this conspiracy is vast and it has a lot of nuance, and there's a lot of information that we have to be able to understand before we can even get close to understanding what they have planned for us next. We have to continue to remind the public of what's happened. We cannot allow them to get away with that because if we just move on to the next thing, then we're basically allowing them to get away with it with complete and total impunity. There has to be uh, justice served in these instances. We're going to keep talking about it. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC-free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen to the lotion to the salve to the retinol cream to the tinctures to the cocoa to the coffee to the tea, everything in between. And make sure you try out the pet products as well. They have pet shampoo and pet tincture. You're not going to be disappointed. These products are white-labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two, three, and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360KHNC.com slash shop straight from the manufacturer. So go there and buy your products today, and I know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me. This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. Just Form Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No And Nick, I mean, we're, we're really trying to break down some information that is vast and, and, and in some ways overwhelming, but we're trying to give it in a digestible form. So why don't you keep going down the thread you're on? I would like to play uh, some of that Laura Logan clip if we have time, but if not, that's okay. Uh, we can just keep going on this thread because there is a lot of information I understand we have to unpack. So... Uh, we also have a texture, by the way. Somebody from the 970 texted and saying, this is why we also need to quit fund funding the UN to the tune of $17 billion. They and Soros are orchestrating our invasion. Yeah, I mean, to take it one step further, though, they couldn't orchestrate an invasion unless there were people inside of our government helping them do that. And that's what we're facing right now. So, And that's kind of what we're identifying, right, Nick? That's right. That's right. And we're going to keep identifying these coincidences, right? So, um, you know, back to where we were, you know, fast forwarding to 2009, 
James Comey leaves the Department of Justice to go cash in at Lockheed Martin. Hillary Clinton is running the State Department official government business on her own personal email server. Uranium One issue comes to the attention of Hillary. Like all good public servants do, supposedly looking out for America's best interests, she decides to support the decision to approve the sale of the 20% of U.S. uranium to none other than the Russians. Now, you'd think this is a fairly straight-up deal, except it wasn't. America got nothing out of it. And uh, prior to the sales approval, none other than Bill Clinton goes to Moscow, gets paid 500000 for a one-hour speech, then meets Vladimir Putin at his home for a few hours. No big deal, right? Well, not so fast. The FBI had a mole inside the money laundering and bribery scheme, who has just recently come forward, by the way, as people can look him up. Robert Mueller was the FBI director during this time frame, right? So, yep, he uh, delivered the uranium sample to Moscow in 2009. Robert Mueller. So who is handling the case within the Department of Justice out of the U.S. Attorney's Office in Maryland for this? None other than Rod Rosenstein. And what happened to the informant? They got a gag order from the Department of Justice and they threatened to lock him up if he spoke about it. How does 20% of the most strategic asset of the United States of America end up in Russian hands when the FBI has an informant, a mole, providing this information to the FBI on the criminal enterprise? It's a counterintelligence nonsense they try and pull, uh, try and say it's that, you know. So, um, you know, so back to where we were. They as soon as it's approved, 145 million dollars in donations make it over to the Clinton Foundation, in connection with the Uranium One deal. And uh, and who was working in the Internal Revenue Service uh, and the charitable division that would be looking into this? Lois Lerner. All right. So due to uh, Back in 2015, due to the series of tra tragic events in Benghazi and after the nine investigations in the House and Senate and the State Department, Trey Gowdy, who is running the 10th investigation as a chairman of the Select Committee on Benghazi, discovers that Hillary ran the State Department on an unclassified, unauthorized, outlaw personal email server. He also discovered that one of those email, none of those emails had been turned over when she departed her public service as Secretary of State, which is required by law. He also discovered that there was top secret information contained within her personal e archived email. So uh, sp sparing you all the, the other details of that, like the inner workings, that was the Kerry State Department. They allowed that to happen. And then, um, so back in 2013, James Comey, he's, um, you know, he is the, the FBI director and uh, uh, who became the FBI director in 2013. And he secured 17 no-bid contracts for his employer, Lockheed Martin, with the State Department. It was rewarded with $6 million as a thank you present when he departed the FBI and went over there. It's amazing how all those no-bids went right through at the State Department, right? So now he's the FBI director in charge of the Clinton email investigation after a course of his, uh, after the, of course, the FBI investigates this Lois Lerner matter at the Internal Revenue Service and he exonerates her. Nope, couldn't find any crimes there. And then 2016, James Comey drafts an exoneration letter, which he doesn't even have the ability to do. The FBI doesn't do that. The Department of Justice would do that. Um, so, him doing that means nothing. James Comey drafts this exoneration letter of Hillary Clinton, and uh, 
Meanwhile, the DOJ is handing out immunity deals like candy, and they didn't even convene a grand jury. So, like his uh, true gangster self, Comey uh, steps out in front of the cameras and then awaits a press conference on July 8th of 2016 and exonerates Hillary from any wrongdoing. So, you see a pattern between all these people being involved. You got Rod Rosenstein. He goes on to become the assistant attorney general. Comey gets fired based upon a letter written by Rosenstein. Comey leaks it government information to the press. Mueller, Mueller, who's also involved in all this, is assigned to the Russian investigation sham by Rosenstein to provide cover for decades of malfeasance within the FBI and DOJ. And the story continues. FISA abuse, political espionage, pick a crime, any crime. Chances are this group has been involved in it. So all the same players, all compromised, and none of them going to jail all connected in one way or another to Clintons, all right, the Clintons. And they're like battery acid, and they corrode everything. So, all right, so uh, the Clinton Foundation's been operation for operation for 20 years, and um, and it's the largest charity fraud in history, and it's never been audited, audited by the IRS. So let's not forget Comey's brother works for the DLA Piper, the law firm that does the Clinton Foundation's taxes. What a a coincidence. The person that is uh, the common denominator in all these crimes above is going to be the three-letter agencies and and uh, Hillary Clinton. So, so now who is Lisa Barsumian? Let's learn a little bit about her and her background. Lisa Barsumian is an attorney at, that graduated from Georgetown Law, a protege of James Comey and Robert Mueller. Barsumian, with her boss, Craig Lawrence, represented Bill Clinton in 1998. Lawrence also represented Robert Mueller three times, James Comey five times, Barack Obama 45 times, Kathleen Sebelius 56 times, Bill Clinton 40 times, Hillary Clinton 17 times between 1998 and 2017. Barsimian herself represented the FBI at least five t five times. And you're saying to yourself, whoa, what does this all mean anyway, right? Who is Barsumian? Apparently, someone thought it was important enough to go purge all of her information. They purged all the court documents for Clinton representatives in Hamburg versus Clinton, 1998, and its appeal in 1999 from the U.S. District Court of Appeals dockets. And someone out there cares so much that even, uh, even the Internet has purged all the information pertaining to Barsumian. So, you know, historically, this indicates the individual is protected by a CIA. And additionally, Barsumian has specialized in opposing Freedom of Information Act requests. She stops FOIA requests on behalf of the intelligence agency. So Barsumian has been involved in hundreds of cases representing the D.C. office at Office of U.S. Attorney. Her email address is Lisa Barsumian at NIH, National Institutes of Health. What is this CIA attorney doing at the NIH? Maybe that has something to do with the whole COVID scam. So this is a, tact a tactic routinely used by the CIA to protect the operatives by using another government organization to shield themselves. So it's it's a, a cover, right? So, it de um, so what does uh, one more attorney with ties to the U.S. intelligence community really matter? It deals with Trump and his tariffs on the Chinese steel and aluminum imports, the border wall, DACA, everything coming out of California, the Uniparty, the unrelenting opposition to Trump, the Clapper leaks, the Comey leaks, Attorney General Jeff Sessions' recusal, and subsequent 14-month nap with occasional forays into marijuana legalization mix, and last but not least, Mueller's never-ending investigation into collusion between Trump team and the Russians. Why does Barsumian, a CIA operative, merit any attention? Because she is Assistant Attorney General Rod Rosenstein's wife.
I got to be honest, this is getting worse the more we dive deeper into it. And, and that's a good recap. I mean, again, some of this information we know everybody out there already knows, but put it in context to the stories we're hearing today. CIA, according to a Russian website, attempts to uh, use Ukrainian intelligence or, or let's let's go with what we know. Ukrainian intelligence hires a hitman to kill Tucker Carlson while he's in Russia, and at minimum, you could say that Ukrainian intelligence is controlled by the CIA. Uh, at least they probably don't do anything without permission of the CIA. So that's happening. Donald Trump Jr.'s home gets a suspicious package with white powder. Uh, Donald Trump himself is being legally persecuted in multiple jurisdictions across the country. Why? Why? The answer is simple. Because everything that Nick just unpacked and everything that we've unpacked here in this show up to this point is the information that they are desperate to keep the American public from knowing. And even though we know, they still think that if they take out Trump, then they will take out this movement which is growing in numbers every day of people who are sick and tired and fed up of being lied to and manipulated and and led into these wars that never end by people who are sick individuals and the real threat to this country is from within. Stay tuned. We'll be back after the break. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258, My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return. That's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back and your monthly statements will have no surprises. If you're not sure if you can trust this economy, this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. That's 888-Y-REFI-24. Tell them Joe sent you. Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM 1360. You can run on for a long time. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No. And Nick, you know, you 
did a great job of unpacking the the full scale of what we've seen corruption wise and why these individuals are so desperate to get rid of trump i mean the reason we do these recaps to give context to what's happening today is because people it's a lot of information to keep in your your head to understand who we're dealing with who are the people involved you know we we talked about so many different names of individuals and people always say we're conspiracy theorists because we're able to connect dots on things and understand how one hand washes the other and this is the whole scam they've been running on us and look to the people who are good to the people in these organizations like the fbi doj cia nsa military uh, all types of military factions we we commend you for for doing what's right and we hope that you recognize as we do as american citizens the need for change because we cannot exist as a constitutional republic if the levers of power are controlled by individuals who are this ruthless and, and truly um capable of doing such great evil you know all in the name of the greater good of course they convince themselves that what they're doing is uh for the better of the betterment of the society and and the country as a whole but the reality is these people have gone so far beyond what their original mandate was especially in these intelligence services that it's it's obviously spiraling out of control we have infiltrators we have you know double agents we have spies that that believe that they are you know working to, to to do things that are really destroying this republic and really leading to what we're going to see and they want to blame trump because trump's the bull in the china shop that came in and basically uncovered it all but the truth is we as americans wish there wasn't a need for trump we wish that, that these these individuals who had been doing this had never done this in the first place yet here we are and we have to fix it right nick yes and we can fix it with truth if everybody spreads this information and i would definitely recommend with this show here to once it's posted online share it where you can with all of your friends make sure that they understand what's really happening here this goes back really far i mean all the way back to 9-11 and i think maybe our uh, tinfoil friday we should cover 9-11 and who the people were involved yeah we'll get to it we have a lot on our plate to get through and and i know that I want to do a quick hit on some news stories. First off, Jack Smith's coming out now and saying that Trump, as I mentioned earlier, his handling of classified documents is different than when Biden does it, right? Again, it makes no sense unless you have a a rabid anti-Trump bias within you and you believe that the documents Trump is handling are, are somehow different than the documents that are being handled by Joe Biden. But in reality... You know, we all know Joe Biden's never going to face any retribution for any of his conduct, at least not as far as it, it looks right now. So that's something. Uh, we talked about Don Jr. and the white powder. We talked about the secret CIA bases in Ukraine. We talked about Judge being asked to issue a gag order against Trump in his hush money trial, which I, I know, folks, you're thinking, wait, I thought we just had a ruling on Trump's New York trial. No, there's a separate trial coming uh, where Alvin Bragg is pushing to go after Trump for paying, supposedly allegedly paying Stormy Daniels hush money, which is is 
insane because we have documentable proof of Stormy Daniels coming out and saying that there was no there there. She even wrote a letter and signed it, but apparently that doesn't matter. Uh, Trump's appealed his civil case in New York. The $450 plus million verdict has been appealed. Uh, we also have stories that are uh, really connected to what we're seeing here. Talking about 9-11, Houthis, the Houthi rebels in Iran are now being accused of going out and cutting underwater cables, which are part of our global internet communication infrastructure. And this is something they've been hinting at, and I believe this is one of their next plays, Nick, that they're going to try to pull off some kind of cyber 9-11. And it may not be what we think. It may not be a virus. It may be some sort of sabotage on global internet infrastructure that could be the cyber 9-11. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, and of course they'll blame it on on someone that's not in their best interest like they did with the oil pipeline, and it's going to be the CIA again. You know, and they're going to go down and cut the cables and say, "Ooh, oh, it's or, Russia, you know, Russia, Russia." Yeah, but either way, e either they, they'll do it themselves, or they'll just allow it to happen and then say, "Look, this is the pretext we needed to do X, Y, Z in the Middle East. You know, go to war with Iran because that's what they want." I mean, we had um, the uh, general who I can't remember his name off the top of my head now, but he came out back right after 9/11. And he was giving a, a, a speech or a, during an interview and said, look, I was told at the Pentagon that there's a list of countries that we are going to invade, Iran being one of them, including uh, uh, Libya, Iran, uh, Iraq, uh, Afghanistan, that all of these nations. And he asked, well, what does this have to do with 9-11? It's like, well, nothing. But th that's the plan. That's always been the plan. So we shouldn't be surprised when that comes out. Um I think that's what we have coming down the pipeline, unfortunately. But we also have Biden, the regime now, because all the information that we uncovered in today's show, Nick, what's amazing to me is that as we speak, the same type of operations are being ran against Trump with new individuals, some old, but some new. For example, you have um, the Biden administration planting in the Fulton County District Attorney's Office with Fannie Willis, one of their uh, basically operatives to help architect the case against Trump down there, that whole case of RICO, uh, racketeering and conspiracy uh, that they tried to bring against Trump down there was orchestrated by a Biden administration official or a Biden operative, let's say, who was planted down there. So we're going to have a whole new set of names to have to understand what they're doing. And that's what they do on purpose. It's all hidden in its complexity, right, Nick? Yeah, and these people are useful idiots, Craig. They're morons, you know, because at this point, it's pretty obvious that it's a giant sting operation since 2016 onward. It has been a giant sting operation they're all getting swept up in. Well, I think their philosophy is the bigger the crime, the harder it is to catch them. Uh, you know, I don't know. We'll see, though. We have a little bit of hope and inspiration. There is good news coming up. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. Get real solutions for healthy living and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom. 
listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. The Rockies. Mountain High Floors has been Northern Colorado and Southern Wyoming's floor experts for over 30 years. Whether you need new hardwood, sand and finish, laminates, or tile and stone, Mountain High Floors will give you the unsurpassed quality and service you deserve. We do residential, commercial, and custom work. Call 970-545-2844, mention KHNC, and get a 10% discount up to $200. Again, that's 970-545-2844. Oh, in the K- Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James with Nick No, You know, we always do our God's Grace is Greater segment at the end because, look, this is a dark world, and a lot of things in it are very evil, And but there is goodness, there is hope, and there is truth and justice, and that comes from the Lord, and we're going to talk about what God does in judgment of the proud here in a second. Before we do that, though, Nick, final words, final thoughts for the audience before we get there. Yes, this is Luke eight seventeen. All right, this is a King James Bible version. All right, for nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. Amen, brother. The truth will set us free. That's the truth. I know that. So let me go ahead and wrap it up with some uh, verses here. We're in Psalms, of course, and we're in Psalm 52 about God's judgment of the proud. I want to I want to read these to everyone out there listening, and uh, you know it, it, we're going to try to leave you guys with some hope and encouragement because, like like Nick said with with that quote from Luke, the truth is really what's going to be setting us free in all of this. The truth will be known one way or the other. God's will will be done, but. This is the judgment that God has for those who are proud. It says, why brag about evil, you hero? God's faithful love is constant, like a sharpened razor. Your tongue devises destruction, working treachery. You love evil instead of good, lying instead of speaking truthfully. You love any words that destroy, you treacherous tongue. This is why God will bring you down forever. He will take you, ripping you out of your tent. He will uproot you from the land of the living. The righteous will look on with awe and will ridicule him. Here is the man who would not make God his refuge, but trusted in the abundance of his riches, taking refuge in his destructive behavior. But I am like a flourishing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in God's faithful love forever and ever. I will praise you forever for what you have done in the presence of your faithful people. I will put my hope in your name for it is good. And Nick, here's, here's my final thought for the audience out there. Listen, this psalm perfectly encapsulates what will happen to those who have put their faith 
and treasures of this world. The abundance of their wealth will not save them on the day of judgment. And they need to know that. They need to be fully aware that they may get away with it in this life. And there may not be justice in this temporal existence in which we are uh, at right now. But there will be an ultimate judgment. And they'll have to, to give account of what they done, they've done in this world in front of God. And when they go and they boast about their evil, and when they ignore God and they devise destruction and treachery for others, they are the ones who will suffer the most, ultimately. And this is where I take hope and I take solace, and I hope you do as well, knowing that although we may not see retribution in this life, God's judgment, his final judgment, will come for us all. And each one of us on that day will have to stand and take and give account of what we've done. And I know that my conscience will be clear because I've given my full faith to the Lord. I've given my testimony of how I've been saved. And now all I do is try to tell the truth as it is so that others can see clearly what is happening in this fallen world because information is what is going to help us overcome it. But God ultimately is what is going to push us across the finish line and carry us the entire way. And he will be the ultimate judge. So, that's what I want everybody to take with you today and know that evil exists. However, God is greater and his grace is in, tr- in fact greater than all things that we can imagine. So that's where I'm going to leave it. You guys, thank you. Thank you, Nick. Great, great show today. Thank you to everybody else out there. Texters, listeners, stay tuned. More great programming coming up next, but... Thank you, and God willing, we'll be back tomorrow. Until then, this is Just Informed Talk Radio. Godspeed, and God bless each and every one of you, patriots.